0: Hey, this is Max Minghella, director of Teen Spirit. Over the next few weeks, the filmmakers will be talking to our friends about the movie and also not about the movie. This week, Moonlight Cinematographer James Laxton sits down to talk with Teen Spirit
1: Cinematographer Autumn Dural Akapoor. Stay tuned.
0: I'm Autumn Durald, and I'm a cinematographer.
1: Hi, Autumn. I'm James Laxton, and I'm also a cinematographer.
0: Fantastic.
1: It's good to see you.
0: Yes, good to see um, you too, James.
1: Yeah, this is so, I should say, this is my first, I'm sort of going to play the role of interviewer for the next little bit, which is my first time doing this. I'm used to sort of sitting where you're sitting, I guess. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Um, so forgive me if there's pauses and ums, and, um, but we'll just sort of have a nice little chat for a bit.
0: <laughs> and then I'll turn it around on you.
1: Yeah, that's fine too. I guess a little bit, but yeah. hopefully we'll focus on you mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I guess a bit of backstory, we're also friends, too, as well, yes. which is nice. So, yeah. like, this hopefully can start in a very formal way, because there's microphones in front of our faces, but at some point, it might devolve into some giggling and jokes and yeah. silliness at some point. Hopefully. Yes. If I'm funny enough. Yes, for sure. Um. Anyway, do you have any thoughts before we begin?
0: Um. No, but it seems as though all the answers are slowly escaping my brain right now. So, oh. I'll try to,
1: the, well, I should start. How gone. long ago were you shooting this film? This is obviously, we should say this is we're going to talk mostly about yeah. Teen Spirit, which um, the world should be very excited about. Um, I had a chance to see it this last week and it's gorgeous. So, congrats.
0: Thanks, James. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but anyway, uh, so we're talking about Teen Spirit, but I, I guess I should start just asking how long ago was this? When did you guys start production? Oh when you prep or? It was no, a while ago.
0: Two years ago, yeah. About uh, two years ago, Yeah, we shot it in London. Yeah, yeah. And cool. then I think it just slowly is now coming out, but yeah. um, it was a fun summer in London.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I should back a little bit even further. Do you want to talk a little bit about sort of just how you got involved, how you got to know Max and yeah, just the whole gang and what the backstory of it all was?
0: Backstory is Max saw... Well, I, I obviously knew him as an actor, and mm. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> James, my buddy. Um, yeah. I saw, I, Max saw Palo Alto, and he was a fan of it, and then he, um, I guess, got in touch with me through my agents at the time, and we met for, you know, we just met. We met up, and it was, like, kind of casual, and he had a project. He was wanting to pitch me or was in the works on doing, and this mm. was something that never happened, not, not the film we ended up doing, but another film. Um, And we just kind of met as friends and, you know, I knew who he was and he was like a a fan of the film and we talked about the film and then just film in general, just like talking about everything. And um, that friendship just evolved. And then finally, I think this project was on a list that he had that he wanted to do. But when this came up, we were just always talking about it because by the time, you know, it came up, we had been friends for, I don't know, I want to say it was like five years maybe or less. I'm not sure. That's great.
1: It's fun when those things can be so natural like that. Yeah. And like creative processes can become friendships and um, you can have conversations that last a long, long time. Um, It's helpful, I'm imagining. I feel the same way. I have have a similar relationship with a a different uh, sort of uh, years of going back with Barry, but it's, I know it's just, a you can't help but replace or you can't help but love that sort of I don't know. I love it anyway. I can imagine you do too. Just that time it takes to have ideas kind of yeah. soak in. And,
0: well, I can tell that about your work too, because I feel like when people ask me about this or even Palo Alto, it's kind of like you can just feel that when you watch it. Um, when you're working with your friends,
1: I and, think it does show. I agree. Yeah. There's like uh, I'm not sure. I I think we always feel it on set. There's an effortlessness to it, and um, uh, hopefully a good time as well. But I, you're right. I'm sure it sort of sinks into the imagery somewhere.
0: Yeah. I, I think I notice it now
1: for sure more. <laughs> um, right on. Well, I guess, you know, are there things that you want to talk about I, I, about the film before I get started into some questions? Or should we just ask some questions and maybe yeah. we'll, we'll start chatting about the whole thing?
0: Yeah, because this microphone makes... It's impressive. a little funny, right? <laughs> so, we're, we're, yeah. we're just getting
1: used to this. We're just not new. This is new for us.
0: Because <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, if this microphone wasn't here, you and I would be like... <laughs> I know. It's
1: There's something about like, that, you know, it's an interesting... Well, uh, I'm sure actors feel the same way when we're putting lights in their faces and yeah, cameras. There's something right? like uh, tricky about getting over this sort of um, I don't know what equipment in your face, but yeah. anyway, we'll try. We'll try harder. <laughs> 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 well, I guess I just to get into the film a little bit. You know, the, um, like I said, we're ready. It's a beautiful film. You've done a great job. Obviously, I'm sure you're aware of that. Um, uh, it's a wonderful story and a wonderful movie. You know, ir- you know, uh, separate from the cinematography, but. Um, because we're talking about this cinematography what I noticed for, first of all when watching the film was just this sort of aesthetic that you are matching really wonderfully with the kind of content of the film this sort of I don't know I, I'm not sure how you describe it you can probably do in your own ones better than I can but there's sort of a, a pop mm-hmm. and like um, a music video aesthetic mixed really wonderfully with this sort of naturalism as well there's like a kind of I was—I felt like it was like a cross, kind of a cross pollination of those mm. two ideas is that Fair to say. I'm not sure what you got what were you guys thinking, I guess. And what were your
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess well, when he when Max and I met, you know, and then getting to know each other, he he loves pop music and you know, he likes we were very similar in taste as far as like Mm -hmm. aesthetic and you know, the thing other films that we like, and he was always kind of sending me different references and it it's all born out of music video. So in music video, it's obviously more poppy, but I tend to like in general, like more stylized reality. I mean, I would say that your work is like that as well. So you probably like that too. Um, so you have something that's naturalistic, but it just, there's a little bit of something you add to it. You know, maybe it's a bit more heavy lighting than, you know, something would come through a natural window, but it's still kind of done in a way that feels real, but pops. So I feel like that's just something I always gravitate towards, but... um yeah, I mean, I think with the subject matter we discussed it, and it was kind of like you want to see the difference between the two worlds, but you don't want it so drastic. Like you don't want to go in and be like Daco or something, and then switch to you know this other world. Um,
1: and where did that start for you? I'm curious because you know the film is shot anamorphically, um, and I'm I'm always wondering uh, how other people sort of go about making format choices like that. To me, I was I was my work. I would start with format. It's the yeah. biggest sort of hurdle that I get over early. And then other like lighting ideas and color ideas kind of come off of that. Yeah, is that true for you as well? I'm just curious. How, I guess I should start by saying, just when did you decide to shoot the film anamorphic? And yeah. Why? I guess maybe.
0: I mean, I honestly, it's like I gravitate towards it. I think mm. it's become obvious, as you know. Well, there's twofold. There's the answer that I'm going to give, <laughs> which just the question you asked. But then I also want to talk about your movie, Sure. because <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that. And then. Sure. Funny thing about how I posted that picture, Um, but I think that when I started to love film, because I didn't go to film school for undergrad, I was watching like '70s films, and a lot of them were even if it was like Laszlo Kovacs or something, it was a romantic comedy. It was still anamorphic, so it's kind of like there was it. It looked different to me than like a normal film or TV. So I always loved that. And then in film school, um, I always like when I had to do the projects that you could pick the format, MOS stuff. I picked anamorphic, so I've always been a fan of that. Mm. So I would say that maybe sometimes I'm maybe imposing that, not in this situation, where it's just something that I like. Mm. Um, So if I'm not using anamorphic, it's a big choice. Like we wanted to shoot Palo Alto anamorphic, but we couldn't afford it. And one of our biggest references was The Outsiders, which was Anamorphic. So um, in this case, it's kind of like music video in the sense that, you know, it has that stylization and in discussing with Max, he was on board and, you know, we looked at references. But, but yeah, I, I would say I, I kind of gravitate towards that a little bit more than maybe a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: is such like a heightened, heightened experience with that format, I find. There's something that just takes, you could film this coffee cup and it just makes it feel a bit more special in some respect. It's like a yeah. heightened reality, I think. And I think that just it just was a striking choice with this film because it just felt like it was such a perfect fit for it in many ways as yeah. well. Not just aesthetically, but even just the, to tell the story and, and reference what there was going on in the characters' heads and things like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I love the format as well. Um, and I, you know, it's it's a. Yeah, it, it just it's. it's Did you guys
0: that, grapple with maybe yes or no for Moonlight, or was it always kind of something that you wanted to do? Because it's not like you every movie you do ant
1: No, yeah, for well, for for Moonlight, um, it was I think you know, it was a very gut instinct and a quick choice to do it that way, and we were playing with I think similar concepts to what the film sort of plays with as well. Like for us, we were playing upon um, you know sort of the tropes of urban cultural significance of of music video worlds and things yeah. like that as well applied to, like, you know, what it is to be, um, you know, uh, black in inner city Miami. And sort of, we were sort of playing with that idea almost as contrast to, yeah. like, what the film in, in its core was about in many ways. So uh, a little different than, or maybe not so different than this film, actually. Um, it sounds like it may maybe be quite... Quite similar in many regards, actually. But yeah, like sort of playing up yeah. a certain sort of a, a common. I always feel like there's a, a bit of a common uh, visual vernacular that we all sort of share, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, as as uh, I, you know, I grew up watching a lot of music videos, and there's a certain sort of vocabulary to them that I always feel like it plays a role in how I choose, yeah, aesthetics in my films as well.
0: Well, I feel like when you watch that film, you can see that you. I don't know. There's just a part of it that it's fun you're watching it and it ha- you're watching the story unfold but it's fun to watch it's <laughs> just it's it's very sad but it's also very fun to watch and i think because of the style mm. life choices and stuff it, it hits all those marks hence why i think it did very well but um yeah <laughs> well, I, I would say the
1: same thing for teen spirit though too i feel yeah. like you guys are using it in very emotional ways as well and yeah. playing playing into that sort of I don't know what. So she's going through this very sort of insular journey in many ways, as the character that um, she, um, the film's about, that like, I imagine she's, in, and this is what I thought when I was watching the yeah. film, was like, I imagine she's imagining herself on a, in a pop culture world as well. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of a very sort of hint, you know, referencing her own mindset and why she wanted to, you know, a, a, Try this music video contest and things like that. And yeah, uh, it's sort of the, the format was, I just think it was the format was a great choice. And it just sort of felt like it was adding in many ways towards, which is what we always hope to do as cinematographers, obviously. Yeah. Story.
0: <laughs> also, it's also because I, I had shot two, was it two, or one film prior to that? One film with the same lens set prior oh, to that. And what
1: were they? Completely Sorry.
0: different film, C Series, oh, yeah. Panavision C Series, Anamorphics. Sure. And it was, you know, you're kind of, you have the opportunity because it has this um, uh, storyline to kind of embrace all the ir- irregularities of the lenses and all the kind of really pretty characteristics. So so that's also kind of fun to do because it has that mu- music video element mm-hmm. to it. So I would say all that weird stuff you're getting to try in that film. So the lenses to me really shine. And-
1: and also, uh, the other thing I, I want to touch on too was color and mm-hmm. your guys' use of color within the film and choices that I felt I thought were just really wonderful and, and sort of again very supportive of the story as well. One thing I just remember so vividly was how warm the bar scenes were in the early part of the film.
0: Those are my favorite. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're beautiful. And then also in contrast, how cool the school scenes were. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about like what was on your mind in regards to sort of how color played a role within?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it, the as far as the home life, I wanted it to be more um, like analog. Obviously, it's like sodium vapor. She's on um, uh, Isle of Wight, and I've never been to Isle of Wight. Um, Max has been there, but essentially it's definitely not London, right? It's this big, bigger contrast. So you kind yeah. of. You know, we were not shooting on Isle of Wight for home life, but it should feel different from London, but I wanted that bar to be stylized and I just love sodium vapor. So, you can't like rip the sodium vapor out of my hand enough, you know, cuz it's so it just feels right to me. So that's that's where that came from. I just really wanted it to feel like that small town had a lot of those and it was coming through the windows a lot mm-hmm. um in our home and other stuff cuz I think sometimes with just moonlight it can just be one note, so I wanted it to have that color contrast. But um, that's where that came from. So just coming from that warm um, environment and then going to the school stuff in London, I think it's mostly, it, it feels like a choice maybe to go from warm to cool, but it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that it was like a, a big choice. It's just mm-hmm. that school stuff um, is a cleaner look for, yeah,
1: for mm. her. It just felt, I mean, it just felt like it matched really well, like the internal journeys of her too and just how she felt about that. I mean, I don't know, there's just, some. I, I could be, infusing too much of my own. Sounds a great. James. Worlds too, yes. but it just felt like she was she was feeling very comfortable in that bar and yeah. fe- it almost felt like more like home to her in a weird um. way. This is my own bizarre ideas, yeah. but and then like, you know, just her safe space in any way, away from her mother who she clearly loves but has a challenging relationship with a little bit. Yeah. Um it just felt like she was it was she owned that world and felt like safe there in some respects and yeah. enough to like for example, she you know, performing some karaoke songs and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Which Thanks. is amazing.
0: No, totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to, I guess you, I don't know. I mean, as a as a DP, right, you, you know how it goes with these kind of budget films. You know, mm-hmm. very similar in the sense that you're making them with friends. You have some aces on them. Everyone's doing a great job. And there are choices that you make. But I like to be, you know, I like to go in a space and, you know, be free as well and, and you know, make. Choices based off of the locations because we don't have a ton of money mm. to pick our favorites. But I'd say on this, we got really lucky and had some great locations, mm. great production designers. So mm. you're there and you're kind of feeling it out, and it feels right to come in with, like with yeah. that warm light as well. Yeah. On the so day. it just felt like
1: a gut choice for you in many ways. It sounds yeah. like It was like a quick like, oh, this should feel this way. And yeah,
0: I mean, I yeah. I think to be honest, yeah, I think once we found that place because it's a snooker hall, like yeah. it's real. It's not a bar. Like they turned it into that.
1: Mm. Kind of place. What is snooker yeah. versus pool? I don't know the difference.
0: We should ask Bex.
1: Okay, fine. Well, ask <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> Honestly, I don't
0: know. I, well, no, no, they're the same thing. I think
1: It's the same game. Yeah, okay, well, fine.
0: Oh no, I think it's the same kind of place. Like we call it a yeah, pool, pool hall, and they yeah. call it
1: that. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know the difference. Um, anyway, so but I guess <laughs> going to what we are talking about a minute ago, just that gut sort of level of choice making yeah. is interesting to me. I like something that's always that's been on my mind recently, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts about it. Um. As as we all grow in our careers and we're sort of, you know, uh, moving up certain sort of whatever scales of budget maybe or concepts of films or working with new people, I, I often ask myself when I'm sort of laying awake at night, like, what is it about me that put myself here in a way? And I guess I'm just curious. I don't know. I, I, this is a question I I think about a ton. Like, what do you think makes a cinematographer? that gut level of choice you just said a minute ago about like that, this should feel warm. Yeah. Is there something about you and oh, like who you, I don't know who you are and where you come from and your values. And this is a very heady part of the conversation. Yeah, I'm just, always thinking about this because I, 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 I don't get, for example, you know, like I, we have a lot of friends that are cinematographers yeah. and um, so I, I, we all, f- I think I feel like this way. Like we're always like, growing at different times and we're all making sort of career shifts at different moments in our sort of, um, timeline, so to speak. Yeah. And I ask myself a lot, like what, why did, why did Moonlight work and what is it about me that found myself in that, in that place? And do you think about that at all? And I'm just curious what your thoughts are.
0: I mean, it's an awesome question. Cause I do find that like, you know, we knew each other back when, and then we found each other now and we mm-hmm. hang out and whatever. Yeah. Um, And it's a lovely question, but it's one one thing that I have noticed because I've been asked, not this question, not this smart of a question, but um, I do walk into spaces now. One thing that I think that I've kind of honed in, I walk in a space and I immediately know how I'd want to light it and I don't know what the story is. Mm -hmm. So I think from my past experiences and maybe my age and what we've gone through like to get where we are, that's something that I, I kind of have grown into. That emotionally, I'm really connected with light. That sounds so fucking cheesy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That's what this conversation is, I guess. Yeah. But I guess it's. It I mean, I don't know it. what it is. It's like something that I really like. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I would say, like, it takes a while to get there, right? Where you, you know, you walk in some space, and it's like, obviously, the director is telling me, a di- you know, is is guiding me and telling and giving me a story. So then it's it's shaped in a mm-hmm. different way. But I'm. I guess I'm really emotionally in tune now with light as far as I've come so yeah. that would say a lot about like what I've done in my life you know having children or like mm. just all the shit that we've gone through and sure. I think that's something yeah. that I've kind of learned to get and here. you've
1: learned to trust that it sounds like at this point to trust in a way. That, yeah Were you, was it something that like when did you start to trust it in a different way than maybe you when you began I'm just curious I mean I have
0: I think yeah. it's because the kind of movies that we do, because we, yeah. we play in the, I mean, obviously now where you're at and stuff is, is is amazing, but I'd say we play in the same pool is that we we work our ass off in this, the indie world, right? Yeah. Like we make choices based off of, you know, what comes to us in that time frame of life and then also, um, you know, friends of ours and mutual like people that we know. And so... You know, I think when you work on those smaller films, you really, really are doing a lot. Like you're Mm. just doing a bit more than you are now, that we are familiar with now, where you're a bit more comfortable with budgets or something like that. Um, And you just get more confident, Mm. I think, as you roll on. But I'd say coming from kind of that indie world, it it helps a lot.
1: It's interesting because I remember, like, you know, the first few films I did, in a weird way, I wasn't really making choices in some respects. I remember this is my how I felt about it. Mm. Like there were so limited resources on the film and the quality of light and the lenses we were using almost felt like defaults in some respect. They were mm-hmm. just sort of well I shot it like that because it was the only thing I could do <laughs> in some respect or the light went looked like that because we didn't have a choice per se. Um uh and it's interesting now as you know, the budgets have changed for us, and resources have changed, and some support has, cha- has changed. But the choices become broader, and mm-hmm. the spectrum becomes more. Um, I guess I'm just curious if you find that to be the, true for you as well, or were you always always making sort of conscious choices in some respect? Because I feel like I'm only now starting to make like really conscious ones. In some no, way. I, I've.
0: I feel like I was, I mean, I know what you mean by like choices, like, obviously, like I said before, we didn't have the money to shoot anamorphic for that, you know, cause that was a big reference. And mm. so then I picked something else that was, you know, a softer, like vintage vibe as well. But I think your taste always is there. It's yeah. just, as you get older, you're able to exercise it more mm. and maybe it feels more like present now to you. But I feel like even on those smaller films, even if it's one choice, like you cho- you chose to use a black promise. And that's just one little choice, mm. but then you get like five emails from people telling you like, "Oh my God, what did you, what is that softness I feel?" And it's just one choice, but mm. another DP would have wouldn't have used that. So these little things that kind of are you know cornering us with the budgets. I feel like it's still there, but not maybe as mm. broad as it is now because obviously, mm. like now you know you people are coming. You're like, "What the fuck? Are you can do with this? What are you gonna do with this? Like, I need to know what <laughs> do you like this wallpaper? You know all that stuff." So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um totally. it's funny. i am watching like there's I feel like there's so many trends in our, our world um in regards to different sort of aesthetics in many ways. And um I can see I see some people who've, uh, who've you know, people who have had illustrious careers like maybe like say like a Chivo and a Terrence Malik kind of combo and how sort of stripping themselves apart and down yeah. from having all the massive amounts of um of whatever might be support. Uh, equipment, et cetera, and getting back to something quite simple. Uh, is there a version of filmmaking that you enjoy that's like um, a hybrid of sorts? Uh, you enjoy the small crew. Do you, are you looking to grow into a Marvel cinematographer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. What's, what's on your mind these days? And what are you enjoying as a, an, in your role?
0: <laughs> are you hiring James? Are
1: you hiring right I, now? Sadly, I can't. I would hire you, but I, I, yeah. I am not. <laughs> Not yet in that position. Yeah, exactly. Um, No. Um, Yeah.
0: No, I mean, (laughs) do I like the small crews? I think it's it's interesting because I'm about, I was just laughing like hysterically because I'm about to go into a film that is taking me like a little bit backwards. However, Uh the story kind of um, requires it to, in a sense. You know, it's a smaller film.
1: You say backwards in regards to like budget or something like that? Well, yeah. So
0: I would say it's like the smallest, uh, you know, kind of vibe that. I've done for a while mm. like you know mm. but still I mean it, it still has budget but it yeah it, I think we want it to be less uh-huh. like the intention is yes. to not maybe to, that's interesting yeah to shave off some crew because it will make the story better
1: yeah yeah um, yeah
0: and yeah I think to me it's like I'm doing it with friends so it's fine but I don't know I mean I've done that a lot you know so I yeah. know how that feels and mm. I think for this story it's probably better so that's interesting that you would if there is a story that uh, you think it can be better by stripping it down i'm totally down yeah but i think a lot of the time that we've had to strip down it's not actually benefit the story sometimes sure so then that then i would be opposed to that obviously
1: that's fascinating yeah and Like to make a conscious choice to say like i think i want less because somehow that's going to uh you know e- even visually impact in a positive way is cool yeah that's exciting
0: but no, I like, I mean, you know, I, I would, I'm not going to complain about some, like, sitting on a dolly or, like, having a sure. bunch of um, yeah. lights and stuff. I mean, I yeah. like both. There, There's yeah. time for both. I mean, both can be fun. It's,
1: it's interesting. I feel like when I was sort of in college and looking up my favorite cinematographers and filmmakers generally, um, I was always a, uh, sort of really excited by the spectrum of projects that uh, certain people were doing and the. Uh, I guess I'm just referencing the idea that I feel like there was a different, I don't know what, expectation of a cinematographer in previous decades where you could be someone who would work on a really small film or a comedy or a drama, a thriller, and sort of do all those different things. Mm-hmm. I sort of. You know, and this is a uh, maybe you disagree. I'm curious what your mm. thoughts is. I always feel like now people sort of want to like have um, a stamp, uh, almost like a expectation of who they're hiring as a cinematographer, and mm. expect you to sort of work in a box.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you? I mean, are you, do you find that to be true? Are you?
0: So, so you're you're saying you you're finding that more? Or I'm saying just that said I think is
1: a trend that I yeah. feel like I saw starting in like the mid two thousand, like you know, two thousand five six, seven to now that I think I didn't see so much before where yeah. some were allowed the license to, um, you know, uh, work on, I don't know what, a, 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 a studio comedy and then also go and do something and dark, do something dark yeah. and have a flexibility of aesthetics that sort of, you know, uh, who knows what is interesting to them. I'm not sure. I can't speak to why they chose to do those things, but um I just see a trend now that I feel like I'm, seen more and more often where, uh, especially young cinematographers are sort of looking to, um, only working within a, a spectrum.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, do you feel like that for true.
1: yourself? I'm just curious. Um, no, yeah.
0: I don't. I honestly, I think I'm seeing that too. I yeah. younger ones, cause we're similar age. Um, I think, yeah, <laughs> I, well, <laughs> yeah you, no I think I know, yeah, <laughs> you're 22, right? As well. Exactly. I'm, also, 16, I'm 16. Yeah. We've just worked really <laughs> yeah. hard. Um, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, no, I, I, find that as well with, with up and comers, I'll just, mm. let's call them that even though they might not be super young, but, uh, no, I think for me, no, it, maybe it seems like that. Cause I, I've kind of played in this, um, young adult realm, which I wouldn't say is necessarily like a, a choice. Obviously it's like a huge choice, but clearly it's found me a little bit, you know, based off of when I decided to say yes to films. Um, that's what I gravitate towards and friends and stuff. Um, but no, I feel like back in the day, you're right. It's more of an old school thing where you actually, you know, you could bounce back and forth. And I, I really appreciate Matty Libatique for being like that because, mm. um, you know, obviously I looked up to him a lot coming, coming up and now I like that he does that. You know, he can do, yeah. um, Venom, but then he can go do a small indie and, you know, he likes to play and, every facet. And Mm. I feel as though maybe we have similar tastes like that where, you know, we're down for story and we're down for challenge. Um, And I I know that about you and I kind of feel like we're storytellers. I mean, I got into it for that reason, Mm. but Mm -hmm. um, there is something now where everything is starting to look a bit similar in the up and coming kind of DP. Mm. Um, It's a bit more commercial, like Mm -hmm. I would say, and people are looking for that. And not looking at it as more of like cinematographers are there to tell a story and can do all different types of looks. Right. Yeah. Um. Mm. So yeah, I do agree with you. Yeah. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, I remember doing a film with uh, a guy named Peter Sattler years ago. It was a film called Camp X-Ray. That um, yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was the first time I remember meeting with a director, who I think actually just said to me like. I don't know what this movie looks like and I kind of want to figure it out with you. Yeah. And I feel like that was the first time or one of the only times I can think of. Um, I mean, you know, I, with Barry, who I work with a lot of, too, as well, we, we, we do the same thing. But it's not often you're asked that, I guess. Uh, I'm just curious, in your career, In your career, have, have you sort of uh, had some experiences where sometimes you're just asked to just come in and do the thing you, you see in your reel, so to speak?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... There's there's definitely like a through line with the like what I like, like aesthetically, you know, mm-hmm. kind of taste level with what I like to do. But yeah. it's definitely always a collaboration, but they are contacting me for, you know, a, a vibe, I guess, because yeah. they've already seen it, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I like that. Let's do, you know, let's blend and make something, you know, mm-hmm. and then you kind of, you know, something's born out of that. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think if anyone's ever kind of approached <laughs> Well, I mean, a little bit, like maybe on one film that I did, you know, you, you just gravitate towards people with similar tastes and then they trust you, you know, they trust that you will show them stuff and that they can, you know, they're first time directors because I've dabbled in that kind of pond a lot and it's them trusting you, but also you're showing them stuff and asking for their opinion and they're giving mm-hmm. feedback. Um, G is very much like that where, you know, like you and Barry, it's like you guys are really close, you've known each other for a long time, similar tastes and your friends outside of work. And so you're really doing stuff, you know, knowing that they're actually, you know, interested in that kind of avenue and not, um, you know, giving them stuff to look at that they wouldn't like, you know, you already know what they like and if they don't like it, they tell you. (laughs) And it's a good Mm. kind of vibe, you know, collaboration. For sure, for sure, for sure.
1: Have you seen, I'm just curious, like thinking back to your beginnings a little bit and other things about you uh, your your growth both aesthetically and maybe personally as well that you can sort of you've you've sort of identified and just i'm just out of curiosity of the things that like y- you're excited about and how, things in your mind now that are even you're lo- looking to sort of explore more in your work um it could be about you know the kinds of material but i'm more even curious about like aesthetics so are, are there new ideas in your mind that you're looking to explore
0: I think it's really collaborations. It's vague question, no, sorry. it's big, but I know where yeah. like I can kind of see cuz we know each other. I mean, I would say I love working with my friends. Like mm. obviously a lot of great work is born out of that, like cuz that's where I came from. I started out like as did you. It's like yeah. you know, your first films are made with people that you like and that shows and then that kind of takes you to a place. And so when I meet new people, um I I don't know. I mean, the strength in like a a seasoned director, I mean, when I have kind of been able to meet those types of directors, there's, there's something interesting about that. Like it's a different, it's a different like ballpark. I mean, you know, you have someone that's older and you can actually look at their resume and think about work that you saw when you were coming up and inspired you. Um, I do like that. Like Mm. that's something I look forward to in the future. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm not sure what that story looks like. It's not like I'm trying to find that story. It's mostly just certain collaborations with different people that I think would be interesting for me and would kind of push my work in a different direction. Mm. Um, Because, you know, we do, you know, with, with working with your friends, it can be very comfortable, but sometimes it's nice to switch it up a bit.
1: Get a challenge somehow. Like someone asked something new of you in a weird way. And that's interesting. No, it's actually, that's a great answer. Um, Yeah, finding new people is always a fun thing. And that's my favorite part about this job in many ways is like you get to sort of have the opportunity to walk into other people's worlds in many ways. And, um, you know, when you're working with a new director that you've not seen before, I mean, you work in commercials, obviously, a lot, and music videos, and I imagine there's a lot of different collaborations within that because there's so you know, I've started in small features as you did as well, but the commercial thing is new for me-ish in many ways. Are you having
0: fun? I am having
1: fun, and I, what I'm trying to get at ultimately is like this idea that uh, you know, every month or every couple of weeks there's a new director yeah. and a new collaboration. And at some point, obviously, there's you know you you work with people over and over again as well. But um, as you, at least as I was beginning, and I, I still consider myself beginning in that world, um, what's the f- most fun to me about it is there's a, such the, the such amazing spectrums of talented people that you get to work with all, yeah. over and over again. And each one brings something new to me. Like, I feel like I'm a much better cinematographer than I was two years ago. Yeah, Uh sure. And that you just learn so much from it. And then I, that's my favorite part about the job in many ways in terms of commercials is just sort of, again, like walking into people's worlds the first time. And yeah. I don't know what, um, I'm not sure what that is. It just feels really unique uh, as an artist to be able to do that. To yeah. share those creative experiences.
0: I think it's interesting that you bring that up because I totally agree with you, but I want, I do notice the difference and maybe this is just my opinion, but I notice or I'm like reaching, I guess, by, by noticing and saying that I do notice it. But for someone that comes from like film and then has a good commercial career, I feel like I can tell a little bit the difference between the work. Because I don't know if you know but you're you're you have some amazing films now, so people are seeking you out for their commercials. Sure, and you are bringing a little bit of that storytelling into the commercial as much as you can. It's Inevitable, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. versus like someone who just started out in commercials and has like hasn't had to tell a story over 30 days quickly with mm. no money or like 10 stories, you know. So there is something I think of value that I appreciate starting out in indie yeah. films that. Um, you know, we're hired and we're on set and we learn from all the people we work with. But um, I I bet you're always trying to make a nice story, even though it's probably pretty simple or product kind of spot. You know?
1: Yeah, it's interesting to say that. You no, know, I'm sure that's true. And I don't even know if I'm aware of it, to be yeah, honest you with probably. you. When I'm not, when I'm in that moment, it's just sort of a, the choices become narrative, I guess. Yeah. Uh, how, you know, I think it, I think it's something that, especially, I've noticed in my work in the last couple of years. Commercially, also changed. I think it started by being like almost taking the same approach to a commercial that I was aesthetically with yeah. a, with a film. And I think the first like number of them, just to be candid about it, were probably a little dull. I would say aesthetically because yeah. I was not I was not understanding the format. Yeah. Yeah, and I was kind of still learning, like, oh, I needed to make this image grab someone's attention much home. faster. Yeah, yeah. And I was used to the format being long, and I could sort of, and this is also interesting too about now, like television now is also a big thing in our world, and you know, in, in the filmmaking world now too. People seem to be gravitating towards that, that that idea and aesthetics in that world is interesting to me. I'm about to start a TV series oh, for yeah, the first yeah. time. And what's on my mind, and sort of in relationship we're talking about now with the commercials, is like that's hours and hours and hours yeah. of imagery that I need to sort of, um, you know, think about how an audience is going to digest that information. And if it's maybe it can't be so stylized and maybe it needs to be pared back a little bit, mm-hmm. or I, these are things that are on my mind now. Maybe that's not right because there's some beautiful, you know, I mean, Adam's work in True Detective yeah. is gorgeous, and it's striking, and it's like- it, Well, it's it, a
0: film, essentially. You're just yes. stretching it because you have more time.
1: And it's, it, but you know, I, I, so maybe I I guess what, what I'm thinking about now in regards to what I'm kind of choices I'm making now is maybe I need to- uh, My first guess was the look of the TV series needed to be like a bit more calm and a mm-hmm. bit more like um, a bit not like removing some style away. A, like, and I think that cool. in, now that I'm thinking about more and more- I think that idea does not make sense, and I'm trying to bring it back into the into my aesthetics yeah. towards the storytelling of the television show. Um, sorry, it's a big tangent from what we were talking <laughs> about before. But I'm just curious. I mean, I, do you think that there is a difference? I guess towards commercials, commercial aesthetics, and what you're kind of asked to do as a cinematographer for yeah. like a short form, thirty second, fifteen second. 10 second <laughs> Instagram yeah. thing or versus like a long series. Does your idea, do your ideas change? Do you, res- I guess, interact with the format differently?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've only done a pilot, like I did pilot for a HBO, but I've never done a longer series like you're about to embark. I never have
1: either. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I've obviously talked to Adam about his experiences, mm-hmm. but I think, I don't know. I mean, at at the root of anything I choose to do, I feel like you just, for me, it starts with like, is how does it grab you and then you're kind of fi- you're kind of it's unfolding and you're finding it out in prep really right like mm-hmm. you have as far as aesthetic and locations cuz you don't really know all that stuff yet yeah. so in your mind i think what the way you're going is correct it's kind of like you have this idea in your mind and then all of a sudden it's going to turn into something else once you get like you know as you are now cuz i know you're prepping now and going back and forth mm. but um i i feel like i whatever whatever kind of comes in your head and whatever kind of inspires you. Cause I, I know your work, your more stylized work. And I also know your more <laughs> subtle work. Mm. And I think, I don't know this project yet, but I would be interested in both whether or not I'm, <laughs> sure. you know, I'm mm. sitting there now and I think people are so patient now with TV yeah. um, that it really does all look very good. Yeah. So um, yeah. they're patient to, you know, watch and see it be a subtle kind of artistic yeah. choice. Cause the storytelling has gotten so much better. Yeah, um, but then also there are the more stylized shows that we're all you know eating up, and you're kind of like binge watching that yeah. are also great. So it's not interesting sure what the but, answer is, but
1: yeah, I don't know either. I really don't. <laughs> I need to
0: figure it out. I guess soon. Um, but I'm interested in your take on it, whatever your take <laughs> is. <Yeah.
1: laughs> the fir- like when I, when I first when I guess this was years ago, the first TV series, you know, that I was I guess struck by initially visually. Um, I guess other than <laughs> season one of True Detective with yeah, Adam, exactly. was, um, was like Mr. Robot, which had all these like-
0: I see that. I've seen Homecoming.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I
0: love Homecoming.
1: Well, I guess I bring it up because yeah. I don't want to rip on people too much, but like
0: <laughs> that- we do that when the microphone's not on. TV. Yeah, and
1: i just do, I'll do it when it's on. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't mean to be this in a negative way, really, because it is a great-looking show, actually. And, and I'm saying that with not winking my eye. Yeah, It is a good-looking show. But what is so striking about that show is its framing devices and how much headroom and where the people were framed. And it just, it, it's something that, that, that is on my mind now because it felt so interesting initially. And then it sort of like dissipated Towards the end of the season, yeah, and the and I and I don't even say that negatively. I more mean like I wasn't noticing it as much anymore. I mm-hmm. wasn't, um, I guess I got used to it. Maybe yeah. that's the better word, to, better way to phrase it. Uh, which I is fascinating to me in regards to how style plays with narrative um, and how like y- you can sort of set up a crazy aesthetic and how quickly audiences will eat it up yeah. and it becomes normal. Yeah. Um, I
0: mean, yeah. no, it's a great point you make, because I actually like, I think you and I can both agree that we want to work with directors that are going to make these types of choices, stronger choices, because we're like, we're in, we're in it, and we're, we are we want to follow them, we want to help, like, kind of get them to that place where we're not scaring an audience away. because you, you know a lot of studios or producers mm-hmm. or people can be a little wary of that, that stuff, and they're like, are you sure, like, we... We want as many people to watch this, and by you know short sighting every close-up, you're probably gonna confuse the old lady in Missouri or something like that. You know, that sure. she's gonna stop yeah. watching it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually show I to haven't Missouri. seen Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen that show, but I've seen Homecoming where they're making yeah. similar choices because I know they have like yeah. a collaboration and he he trusts his DP, obviously, because I've seen that show and there's mm. a lot of strong choices there. But you're right. I did notice it at first, and then I started kind of just liking the show. And sometimes it pops in, and I notice it, and I'm yeah. not that into it, to be honest. I'm like, <laughs> sure. he's falling almost out of the frame. Yeah, um, <laughs> sure,
1: and it becomes distracting at some points. Yeah, and it's interesting how style can do that too, as well. I and mean, that's, I, I mean, not to, And I'm, a,
0: I'm a culprit of that, obviously. Like oh, sometimes,
1: I was going <laughs> to compliment you. Actually, I was going <laughs> to say, like, what I you know not to, to go full circle but back to Teen Spear for a second yeah. is I think there's. I would say the show that that film is stylized, yeah. But it does it. Ne- it always works mm-hmm. uh, for me. It never felt like it was a wrong note. And I guess that's. I mean, I, I and maybe that's an interesting sort of topic of discussion for a second too. Is sort of like how you can how how what is it? The story is it the overall direction that you can take? I don't know. I, I'll, I'll let you talk about your your own work, but like. Even I'll say for my work with moonlight. There's a I was going to say that's it's very pretty stylish. similar. Yeah,
0: cuz I didn't I was not pulled out of it. It's yeah. totally like I was eating it up with a spoon.
1: But it's like flary. it's yeah. weird, it's a lot of movement, et cetera. Our hope obviously was for it to to not be distracting. Yeah. Maybe people would disagree. Some people would say maybe it is. Um uh but what is it for you that makes your work in a stylized space function? Or not function? Um, if you have? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, in 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 similarity, um, it's it did when I watched that movie, and you know how I feel about it because we talked about it after I saw it. It it just worked, and the execution of it, I think, was so well you know done that I don't question it. I clearly know I'm watching something different by you know kind of an elevated filmmaker as far as style, right? And it's very poetic. So I can see your choices that you guys are making, but it worked for the story. And, you know, I know that when that occurs, there's a real good connection between the director and the DP, because we all have seen when we can see these DP's choices and it's not working and you're feeling it and you're feeling these strong choices, but you're wondering why you're feeling them. And, you know, I don't know the Mm. answer to why that happens, but as far as me, I had a director that really trusts me. I mean, he, you know, besides having similar tastes, we, there is that trust there. And at times it's really interesting because, you know, I have to trust him more in a sense because it's, we shine when we have people that trust us for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're always kind of um, wondering what, what's in their head because they have to guide us, right? So it's yeah. like, it's kind of like um, I learn so much even when they trust me. Like I learn from them. I learn from kind of butting heads. I learn from making wrong choices or maybe I'll see it afterward and I'll realize like, oh, why did I do that? Um, mm. But I mean, I, I like things that feel heightened in general. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. So,
1: yeah, it's interesting. I, because I feel like I'm, when I'm on the set, I'm just trying to think back to Moonlight, I guess, just as an example. I never really questioned some of the stylistic stuff we were doing. And, uh, I never thought, like, oh, is this going to be, is this going to like, I don't know what, like take audiences out for a minute or, um, just be too on the nose, or I don't know. I I I guess I just found like the collaboration. I guess what you're getting at, which I guess maybe yeah. maybe is the answer. It's the it's the collaboration with that director that that if you are getting the sense that it works for them, you trust that it's going to work for the project. Yeah. Because I, I I I'll be honest with you, I have a hard time gauging sometimes when things work or don't work. I I, I tend not to think about that when I'm on the set, of course, yeah. and when we're making it, I don't like. I don't necessarily pull the director aside and say this, <laughs> this, <laughs> is, like, a, this is a bad idea. I think you're ridiculous. Um, but sometimes when I go home at night, I'll think like, oh, was that too much or that, that was that blue? Like a little too weird. You know what I mean? Do you think about that sometimes? And I guess I'm just referencing that maybe I have not gotten to a place for myself yet to know, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm just rambling here, but I guess, Maybe everyone just get into the idea that it's that gut thing that you yeah. check with yourself and you trust yourself. Maybe that that you know it's not too far or whatever.
0: Yeah. No, I think it depends on the project, but I kind of feel like I'll feel it'll feel off on set, right? Uh-huh. But I have no time to change it. Like right. I, I I pride myself in in like being fast and not taking sure. a ton of time, and that just has to do with like mm. knowing your choices. I feel the same way,
1: by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. just
0: like you just kind of know, but I do, you know, like. There are many times where I want to change something or I feel that something's wrong, but Mm. honestly, sometimes you just don't have that luxury and you don't want to stop the flow of a set or like actors to kind of make these choices. But yeah, I think about them later as well. Um, (laughs) But I I was about what you're saying about the director collab. I don't necessarily know what the edit's going to be. I didn't know Mm. the edit for Teen Spirit. Like in my mind, I don't know how Moonlight was, but you're making it, your friends, you trust them. It's, you know, you're making stylistic choices. Director definitely knows what he wants, you know, as far as like, you know, certain shots that we were doing, they were all on the page. And, you know, when it says montage, like, you have to trust that that makes sense, you know, and we don't really know what that means, you know, because we're shooting so much different stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But he did a fantastic job with the edit. Like, Mm -hmm. it's the film that he wanted to make. Like, he Mm -hmm. loves pop stars that's so him. And I remember after seeing I was like, oh, shit, you did a really good job with that. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So it's not that I didn't Uh think that it was going to be that. I just... It's very him, like I watch it, and it's a good collaboration of everybody involved and their imprint, but it's also um he you know he he knew in his head like he knew, and I don't think i have I'm not that honed in yet to know like I don't know right. how you are, but like no i'm
1: I'm feeling the same
0: way, like, I do I, not know what it's gonna be at the end most,
1: of and the sometimes time. it's it's weird, like sometimes I remember certain days where like, oh man, that was amazing, yeah <laughs> like, right, yeah, and then you and you see the the cut in the end, and it's like, oh, that wasn't so amazing. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs>
0: I can't do it. I can't actually um, digest it without the music. Sure, and the music is huge for me. Yeah, like, I just mm. yeah. If I see a cut and there's like the score is off, I'm like, oh, you know, because <laughs> like, I, I gravitate. Towards, sure. Like
1: you know, that's interesting. No, I, I you say that because I something that I find that I ask directors these days a lot to at, to do is to. Uh, when we're in pre-production to send me music that they've yeah. written to. Do you do that as well? Do you have like I actually a music have from-
0: never asked, yeah. but people have sent it's, it yeah. to me. Yeah.
1: It helps, isn't it? I find yeah. like it's a huge sort of tonal
0: Yeah. Or I Google what the script says. Like if I haven't heard of the song, I Google it to listen to it
1: mm-hmm. while yeah. I read
0: that scene or whatever.
1: I find that I'll play it on the way to work and it'll put my head in the right sort of space yeah. uh, aesthetically or just I maybe mean, not aesthetically, but tonally um pace wise in terms of like how movement happens. I think I remember even Barry on the set of Moonlight, like, I think, I'm trying to think of what it, what scene it was. I'm pretty sure he, I maybe I, don't, I, don't, I won't put words in the mouth. I think I remember him, like, putting headphones on. Yeah. And, like, maybe for certain scenes that weren't dialogue driven, he would just play music while,
0: after he called action. Yeah. I think sort of that's see. what Max is doing too, because he <laughs> he had earphones on. Or yeah, actually named, no, he used earphones, his little iPod as oh, his calm <laughs> thing. Yeah, not the like weird ones. Yeah. He oh, likes cool. the white ones.
1: Yeah. Oh he yeah. is AirPods.
0: Is it or no, not AirPods the Just the, the iPhones, yeah, ones. iPhones yeah. ones. Yeah,
1: iPhones ones, yeah. I was like, this is a fancy contact. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like music is a huge helpful thing for me that sort of shapes some things that, yeah, that for I, sure. I sort of love. Yeah. yeah. And we
0: it's it's funny because yeah, both films have have strong music choices Um, but I always actually put earphones in during downtime because like I feel like you know us we're like waiting around sometimes and Mm. I do I do I don't know if it's always relevant to the movie but it does get my head more calm and clear when I'm just like listening to some music
1: that's cool that's awesome Uh yeah I wish I had I don't know what um, only one ear though yeah (laughs) I think i have a little too much anxiety in my but maybe I should do that I should (laughs) try (laughs) <laughs> to try to calm down a little bit and listen to music. Yeah. What do you listen to?
0: Well, I think I was trying to think of what I was listening to on. Um, I think I was listening to Arcade Fire, which probably For teen Spirit. I'm always listening to Arcade Fire, uh-huh. which is kind of funny. But on Teen Spirit, yeah, in the middle of kind of downtime, because I would listen to music on the way to work. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, no, Kanye West. I was listening to a, uh-huh. Kanye West. Act. <laughs> Actually, I was, because I remember when we were coloring, because I do a lot of onset coloring. So at the end of the day, I go to hang out with the DIT uh-huh. and we would play like a lot of Kanye West like super loud while we colored. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's fine. Yeah. I remember walking around Miami in prep for Moonlight and listening to, to Jamie XX a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. That course. was
1: when that, the good. last album came out and I yeah. just remember like alone in my headphone world and w- just wandering around the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Which I must look ridiculous, but um sweating in hot summer Miami. But Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that. And I'm sure that had something to do with, yeah, like, of course. aesthetic choices and yeah. things like that. Yeah, because you're
0: making so, we're making so many choices, like, mm. whether it's, like, you know, give me one more stop out of that light, and then all of a sudden, yeah. there's an edge on his shoulder, and it, you know, like, it makes the scene or something. I mean, I don't know. Like, these, every sure. little choice we make, mm. I, I feel like is. You know mm. it's huge. it's not just like one choice,
1: yeah, it's yeah, all for these sure. little
0: ones piled up, and so who knows mm. like that day you could have like been yeah. in a bad mood and made like it darker? <laughs> <laughs>
1: one of the things that I wanted to ask about too, um was I guess something we touched on a little bit a moment ago, but it's something that I feel like is my favorite part of the job and and uh I always feel like for me my the thing i get the most out of something this could be for a commercial it could be for a film or anything you're doing is um sort of walking into another person's like culture of sorts mm-hmm. and it's something that i i don't know I i just leave projects feeling almost like I, you a know, weird way. like you know when you travel and you go to a different country and you yeah. don't speak the language and you don't know what the food's like and you have an experience for let's say a week on vacation and you get back and you just sort of feel fulfilled in some way that you bring back some other sort of time and space. Do you feel that way when you finish a film or when you're on a project that you come back and you've sort of gained something culturally out of an experience?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the last few projects I've done have been in, in kind of spaces or areas I've been before. Mm. So Sure. Recently, I haven't been able to do that, but still, so yeah. even with, with Teen Spirit, because I'm gonna say without, yeah, because you know, it's like I don't hang out in you know <laughs> South London very often, you know, sure. but yeah. I feel like after I went there, I got a, a better sense of that culture. But mm. and then I randomly did two commercials there, like afterwards, mm. and then found out like one part, like Kate Moss was from this place, it's like, oh, interesting, <laughs> like you know, you find sure. out all sorts, of shit. yeah, um, but yeah, no, I want to do that more, I think, because yeah. I think that goes with like pushing ourselves where
1: I was just, saying, yeah. I don't, I don't, but I'm just in reference to the reason why I thought of that was because you mentioned the arcade fire uh, oh, and that your experience on, yeah. Yeah, on that video, for oh, example. Dude, totally. Yeah. I, I would
0: say like I've done that more in my music video and commercial work for yeah. sure. Mm. Um, like very much so. And yeah, that was an amazing experience going there and like, obviously I, like my brain would never even imagine what like the light and the people. Yeah. Um, look like there. This was Haiti, right? It for, was Haiti, for, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so after right. that experience, that was amazing, yeah. Mm. Um, I think, and I left that like very fulfilled and just like totally amped yeah. up, for sure.
1: Because there's an access, isn't there? I feel like for me, when I'm doing a project that's overseas or in a place that I'm not familiar with, and I could even say Moonlight was this for me as well. Like I don't, I'm not yeah. from <laughs> from Liberty City and I don't- We're both
0: s- from NorCal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah exactly, we we're both
1: yeah. that's right. Um, You know, for a white dude like me to walk into Liberty City and not only feel welcomed by the people, which was I just felt really like a gift. um, You know, it changes you in some respects. I mean, it changed me, for example, for sure. Leaving that that journey, and I brought back with me a lot. I think,
0: yeah. that it's, you take yeah. on other films or other projects for sure, completely. And I think yeah. the
1: more I think that I will say this: for the longer I'm working and the more experiences I have, that's now become my favorite part of it all. In many ways, is sort of looking for those experiences and um, appreciating them in a different way. Yeah, and exploring them in a different way too. Like, um, you know, I think I think I did a Guinness piece that took me to Africa a year and a half ago or so, and that was. I now just think of color in a different way from that experience. Yeah. I think it just brought a lot because just the kind of color palette and, um, you know, people's skin tones and yeah. you mentioned a minute ago in Haiti, the light being unique. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's it also, cause yeah, it's like, I think we're never like, there's not a ton of downtime when we're working in these places. Yeah. Like there may be a little bit, but you're pretty much on the whole time looking mm. through a lens. So it's really interesting that you kind of, I, I agree with you, yeah. like you really remember it because you're photographing yeah. like, and then you kind of peace out.
1: And there's access too, isn't there? Like I feel like I, when I'm in those experiences, if I took a vacation to Haiti, I wouldn't have your experience no. on, <laughs> on
0: the video, you for You wouldn't example. have been up at like 5 a.m. running down the street with Khalil and a camera? I oh. don't think
1: I would be, yeah. no, for example. <laughs> Turn, um, yeah. But then you get access to people and homes and food in, in a way that um yeah. I feel really privileged to for example yeah. um that you can't just get that and I think there's something unique about being an image maker um in any way whether it be music videos or documentary or anything that is just I just I don't know I can't think of something I'd rather be doing in some ways too yeah. just cuz like, again the access that you get mm-hmm. um and I think even even specifically being a cinematographer is interesting too cuz like you know I think how to put this? Like, I can't direct Moonlight. It's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> From who I am, it doesn't work. Yeah. But I can collaborate with Barry, and I can collaborate with the actors and the community in some respects. That's unique to that job, kind of.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Do you do you feel like there's something unique about the role too for you that just feels like I don't know it um the access you get I guess I guess I'm really asking about the access.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the stories that I end up choosing to tell, I mean um there there's something that there's something magic that happens after you say yes, right? Mm. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you are in, you know, um London or North Carolina or whatever and you're there mm. and you have like you're saying this axis and you're with people and then the town's helping you make the film and then you feel a part of the family and I think that shows in how you photograph it. Like, yeah. clearly, when you guys made that, there was something going on there because it's just like all of that energy and love. Like, I felt that, you know, I'm very sentimental and sympathetic <laughs> um, to mm. that. And, you know, like we said, like that that film really hit me hard. So, mm. um, yeah, I think that's the bonus of our job. There's a lot of negatives to this <laughs> <Sure. laughs> job that we haven't gotten into Fair yet. Fair enough, true. Um, you so can bring them up if you want to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> This is yeah. all great. Um, <laughs> no, I, that's the beauty of it, right? Because mm. we are so, um, and the more and more we work, it's just, I think that's where that confidence in light comes from or confidence yeah. in camera or whatever it is, its is. You're constantly moving around and having to deal with different types of um, environments and people and light. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I think we're very lucky. And when you have better access, I think the experience is even better. Like when yeah. you're really, like I've done some DACO stuff and I'm sure you have too where you're just like, you can't believe you're even there being able to shoot it, mm. and the people are so kind and have, mm. you know, gone through so much, and they trust yeah. you to tell their story, I
1: think. Y- you said a minute ago you had you were someone who has sympathy and, or a sympathetic person. Yeah. Is that something that you feel uh, has a role to play in your work as well, and how you, not only you digest images, but also how you create them?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I would say I was, I mean, maybe it sounds cliche because we everyone that's i think a photographer should be um mm-hmm. emotional about the images they're creating yeah whether if it's still or moving but yeah i'm a very emotional like um mm-hmm. shooter i i love op. Oper- i always operate and that's kind of how i can tell the story like it's mm-hmm. very hard for me if i have to relinquish a camera to somebody <laughs> um which we've done all done before and yeah. you know we find people that we trust and they have similar eye but yeah i mean i'm i'm if it's not emotional for me, if I'm not, I can feel when it's right and when it's not right. You know, yeah, obviously. Right. And then obviously, when I watch your work, it's the same thing. Like I can see because I know it. Obviously, I know what being a cinematographer mm. is, so I can see when it's working. Sure, and you're doing a great job, and I can tell as the camera person when I'm doing a bad job and I'm maybe too low by the, below mm. the eye line, and it's like totally not working
1: out. Yeah, I was gonna say you bring the below the eye thing. I was just gonna think about like ways in which that. Sympathy or empathy for a character or story, in some way, comes out. And I think you're right; it is those like little subtle choices where you're just like an inch too low or um, an inch or two too far away. I, that's the that's in a weird way, like that's the good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I find that's like the fun ways where you and really get to instill yourself in there somewhere. Yeah,
0: because everyone's so different. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, we mm. all go up for jobs, but one thing actually, at the older that I get, I realize it's such a personality thing. And like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, cause it's a vibe thing. Like when you meet somebody, I, I know that there are other people that will be great for this job, but it's really just a trust and a vibe. Cause Mm. I'll shoot it. Yeah. Three feet below and then sure. someone else will shoot it above and it will be a totally <laughs> different movie yeah those small choices i'm so. thinking about
1: robbie ryan and the favorite right now yeah, all those exactly. super low angle things like i would never do that that's crazy but it works so well yeah and if you collaborated
0: yeah. with yorgos then you would <laughs> you know you would be kind of he would be saying this is kind of the vibe and you would have to kind of
1: figure that out adapt
0: and, it and then and how do i little, put myself somehow exactly in there. you'd have to put yourself in there it's interesting
1: yeah yeah um, yeah, because you're right. I think we all can say like, well, a condor goes there, and an eighteen go, he goes there for a day. Interior, there's a window there. So yeah. of course, these are the choices that seem sort of you know, it's un, I don't want to say obvious, but like most, I would say like maybe eighty out of a hundred DPs would choose some similar choices somewhere in, in a certain yeah. space, right? And and then it's the subtlety that actually you get to the personal part of it, the whole thing.
0: Yeah, how you diffuse it or what? Sure, kind of is on your lens. Yeah, it's interesting. That's why Mm. when I was saying about choices, there's so many. We just have so many, and then now when you have digital and you can see it happen before your eyes, it's. Mm. I don't know. That's the challenge I think when we're doing other projects like what you're going to do with the TV show. It's Mm. like, you just here's another project where you can make a good trillion choices again that (laughs) totally affect the image and the story. Yeah, (laughs) and Um, that's exciting. True. (laughs) If it works, if it doesn't, you're fucked. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: Well, run right on! Awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> obviously, it's going to be amazing.
1: Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, you have a family now.
0: Yeah, I have a family now. Yeah, which also informs the way you shoot. Um, mm, interesting. Obviously. I
1: yeah, t- I don't have a family. Tell me about that.
0: Well, I mean, f- <laughs> I mean, not you have a family, family just sorry. that I have a child. A child. I would sorry. Say. Yes. Like that's ch- what I mean. Right. Having a child informs. Yeah. It in a different way, as as far as like experience, every experience you go through. So, mm. um, yeah, I would say teen spirit I had that was the second time I did a film first I did one film after I had a a baby and it was at home it was super chill film and then this was the second film I did Mm. um and it it just upped the ante because I had to drag my family out to London to you know while I shot that so um yeah I mean everything that kind of happens in your life that makes you stronger and kind of diversifies you I think makes you a better shooter but it doesn't get easier obviously.
1: Time is trickier, of
0: course. Time and then, yeah, Yeah. the traveling and how you kind of make choices, um, project choices. But even though you don't have a family, I still appreciate your choices and what, because you clearly could be working all the time and doing a ton of shit, but obviously Mm. you're making choices based off of how you want to live your life and that, I think, Mm. makes the DP because there are DPs that do everything yeah, and you can see that they're always working and then there are ones that make special choices whether or not they have children, or they do, and you can mm. see that they those choices much clearer because there's not just mm. working all the time. Do you also
1: feel? I mean, it, so, it sounds like you're saying there's a, there's some personal sacrifices somewhere along the line when yeah. you have um, children, or you know different dynamics of family. Of course, do you also find it inspiring too as well? I remember when I was in high school, I remember reading a quote. I think from Francis Ford Coppola who talked about um having a family i can't remember what book this was in about yeah. like it for him he became in his words anyway i don't need to speak for him but more prolific in a way like he wrote more and he yeah. like he i guess you could say worked harder or just in a way was inspired in a different way once he yeah. had a family young family do you feel the same way for yourself is it
0: well it's interesting both I'm,
1: ways it's positive challenging as well i don't know
0: well You just brought up a good point because I was thinking about you and like both of us and like, because we're friends and we know each other's Mm. lives. But, um, and I remember early on when I was emailing you about Moonlight and I was like, it's amazing brother. (laughs) And you, you're, you were funny because you responded and you asked about my son and you said, Uh well, your son's very beautiful. You've done a beautiful thing as well. And I so I know how you are emotional like that like Mm. you're very much um, in tune with like all of life not just like oh great project looks great you know I thought that was very lovely and I think yeah the thing (laughs) the thing that's cool is that I think when you are loved and you have a family you're more confident Mm. you um, even though it might be taxing to have relationships and give them time and then obviously we know how stressful work can be um, you have a support system there by Mm. one or two people. Which probably allows you to be more secure in decision making and choices and creative choices, and you explore more. And you just yeah. who who doesn't feel like stronger when they have like you know, kind of like someone's sure. got their back. Um, obviously, when we were younger and unattached, we did mm-hmm. jobs as well, and we did a great job. But there is something to say about being in relationships that um, is difficult, but makes you. I think I think it makes a better um, artist and creative person for sure. Mm. And so nowadays, I feel like a lot of people in relationships and with families um are getting you know um discriminated against sometimes because it's like oh they have a family i don't know if yeah. they're going to be up for this job yeah. and that's ridiculous i think you should be able to make that choice totally. i talked to rachel morrison about it yeah. a lot and obviously you know right. about that it's just yeah. it's silly because it should be our choice we 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 make it work when we yeah. need to
1: it's interesting i i i uh i'm like i mentioned ago the, the going to this tv series and uh i've a camera operator who just had uh, a couple of kids and a couple. <laughs> he just twins? had twins. It oh, yeah. was wow, yeah. <laughs> amazing. And, um, you know, I, I think like, I'm also maybe guilty of it too, in a weird way. Where like, you know, I don't know that I want as someone who hires people sometimes, like yeah. want to take someone away from their children in some mm. way. It's interesting you say that. Cause I mean, I, well, I agree with you. You're a
0: thoughtful person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just feel like I, that seems unfair in some respects and I wouldn't want you know clearly it's up it's up to them and i guess you're saying the same thing too it's like you shouldn't be discriminated against just because you have children um i'm just trying to think of my uh, you know a choice that i sometimes make where i I get nervous about asking people but i guess what you're saying is ask and let let it be them yeah
0: i mean i think by you asking you already appreciate their work right you know obviously you're doing great work and so the people that you choose to work with you are you know supportive of you and sure. are down for the cause but of course yeah. yeah I feel like it's um not asking is is the wrong is, thing is, is the wrong total yeah. and cool. then as far as like because when you have children like and I'll be like hey James <laughs> like, congratulations you have kids now huh sucker um <laughs> <laughs> we'll have this conversation again yeah. and it'll be like you know I hope people still ask you because totally. it's like they'll find out and I and what I appreciate these days I think about like the younger generation of dps is they all really they all have families. Like you kind mm. of, you know, they're all like have kids or they're on their way to having kids and they they value that choice. Like I think when we were first coming up or back in the day, we would hear about these things and be like, Oh yeah, that guy's left his family for five years. Like, you know, has he ever seen sure. his family? Yeah. Um, it's like a more old school way of thinking, but now people are working towards like yeah. Doing great work, but also making that work as well and not mm-hmm. just like disappearing because that's a negative thing in our job where yeah. um, it could allow you to do that, but it doesn't have to happen. It, you know.
1: It's interesting. I, I, my mom is a costume designer. Oh, yeah. And I remember being a kid, and mom would be away a ton. Not a ton, I shouldn't say a ton, but like, you know, she would do, she only did movies, she didn't do commercials. So she would like, do a movie a year and the film would take her to somewhere in the country and she'd be. In my mind, as a kid, gone for like six yeah. months, or four months, or whatever it might have been, but I have no recollection of being mad about that.
0: Well, I know you still like her, and <laughs> you guys are <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. Friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. no. So
1: I've been, and I, and, I, and I, I, I should say, like, I never had a bad relationship with my mother, even though she, yeah, she, like, she was gone sometimes. Yeah, it's a funny thing that, like, you know, I don't, I, well, I don't, I can't speak for this because I don't have children, but like, I'm curious, uh, you know. There's a there must be some level of guilt feeling of guilt as you decide to make choices that take you away from young children in your life at some point.
0: Yeah, no, the it yeah it can be it can be super heavy. Yeah, the guilt can be super heavy. But I was also raised by a mother who was a working mom, mm. so I, I feel that there's some some something there that to be said about that is is yeah. it's it's natural like that I would want to work. And not and not not that I um, look down on people that choose to be at home more right. often than not, um, but I like I said, like you're a lovely person, and I know you have a great relationship with her. So I hear, and so mm. it's kind of like it can be done, of course. And when yeah. you are there, I'm sure she had some guilt too. But I think you have right. to just make it count when you are there, obviously, right? Sure. Yeah. And and you make choices based off of what's good for them and what's good for you. Mm. And there's always more projects, obviously, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of one of those things mm. where I've learned. Throughout and you too. It's like you say no to something, but then there's something else that's very special that comes along. Mm-hmm. So win win like yeah. in your life.
1: Not to mention the win of having children. <laughs> exactly. So
0: win win on both ends. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is an interesting thing about this. Like we're we're part of a culture where we're all trying to juggle like hiring people that are going to leave their families, like, because we have yeah. crew that we always use, and sure. a lot of my crew has families, Yeah, and, you know, when we, now that we're in relationships, when people call our significant others, <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, what's this call about, right? It's like, <laughs> what does this call mean?
1: Uh-huh. Sure. And then
0: that, we're that call for other crew mm-hmm. members, because, you know, when James or Autumn calls, it's like, oh, shit, what's that going to mean <laughs> for my family? Yeah. And you're constantly, everyone's just, you
1: know, yeah,
0: trying to make it work and figure it out.
1: So kudos to the crew out there that's, you know, down to yeah, exactly. get out there like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
1: laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, you do.
0: And I know it's like, you're, what's that, nine months of your show? Or, cause yeah, that's what something Adam like did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there'll be a few hiatuses where I can check back in yeah. <laughs> weekends and things. Um, but yeah, no, it's long, no doubt. Yeah. It's, it's a long journey and, um, you know. Thanks, everybody. Thanks out there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was gonna ask you actually, uh, like, as far as in a box. Yeah. Is that happening to you now a little bit after? I, was I just mean, wondering because like uh, clearly it happens to me. I was just.
1: Yeah, I, I think for sh- being put in a box, so to speak, I think sure. I like uh, even for commercials, I'm re- more and more realizing like, oh, everyone has is a person of color, and yeah. somehow like I'm. <laughs> being hired to do that and then yeah. as if like as, uh, you know and it's a weird thing for me because like a i'm not one for one yeah. and b i think i've talked about this a little bit uh but like i started making films with barry yeah and i learned to make films with barry when i was in film school and so like making films of with people of color in them was never like a conscious thought yeah and so I, it's interesting now for me to like I guess more broadly, people think of me as someone who does that. I don't know what that means, does that, but whatever. Um, Just it doesn't compute in my brain.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, But nevertheless, yeah, I guess it is something I see more and more of. I guess speaking to me,
0: putting them. Yeah, (laughs) I don't like that. That's happening. Actually, I think it. I mean, it's probably always happened. Maybe, but when it happens, yeah. To you or your friends, you notice it. I mean, obviously, yeah. Adam, too. It's kind of, yeah. you know, you do one genre and people, it's sure. broad and people recognize it. And then you're yeah. kind of getting called for that. But mm. I would say the special thing about it is, like, you're going to bring that same vibe to, you know, people with lighter skin tone. Sure. So <laughs> yeah. what's great about that is if yeah. if People start to understand that it's it's more about storytelling, of um, course, yeah, than it is yeah. about like skin tone and mm. like specific genre or
1: yeah, um, and who you are too. As well, and going who back, are, to yeah. we talked about that a lot already, but just sort of like who you are has everything to do with that stuff. And I can imagine that who I am is why I make certain choices and, and yeah. you know all that stuff. Totally, yeah.
0: Cool. So call James for other skin <laughs> tones I'm and call me for other <laughs> yeah. age <Yes>. groups.
1: <laughs> I'm available in Iceland, in Norway, <laughs> in Sweden.
0: <laughs> in I'm available yeah. in...
1: Yeah. yeah. Old person's homes in <laughs> Florida. <my God.
0: laughs> Jail yeah. cells.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Cool.
0: Action, wherever car chases are. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm looking forward saying, to seeing that one. Yes, exactly. The the elderly home Florida car chase film. I'm very excited for hey that. And
0: someone is making it, and I just put out there that I will shoot it.
1: Um, what deal?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening. Talk spirit is brought to you by Q Code, Lucas Street, LD Entertainment, and Automatic. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. See you next week.